If you want to be seen, if you want to be heard, if you want to gain the respect, then you must first respect yourself. Don't let your voice be trampled over others who may have a louder voice. I'm Dr. Grace Lee, and you're listening to the Career Revisionist Podcast for executives, team leaders, people managers, and ambitious professionals from all backgrounds. It's for those among us who can't stay stagnant and admire anyone who demonstrates exponential growth. We challenge ourselves to step out of our comfort zone and into higher levels of leadership, and we are determined to rise confidently in our industry so that we can make our greatest contribution using our knowledge and expertise. We've worked hard to become great at what we do, but only so we can achieve the goals that give our lives meaning and purpose. And while we persevere through a college education to get us here with our technical skills, we understand that to get to the next level where we desire to be, it requires a different kind of skills. We're not comfortable with failure because we experience satisfaction when we are advancing. And while some of us work well under pressure, all of us perform the best when we are part of a winning team. And instead of just hoping to achieve what's important to us, we choose to become a more optimized version of ourselves to make it happen. We're not just A players. We are A plus players, and we are the source of consistent output that makes positive advancements in the world around us. Six ways to get your team to respect you immediately. Busy executives, team leaders, let's go. Let's dive right in because we don't have any time to waste. Tip number one is to complete your thoughts. Right, let's face it, when you are in meetings, right, there will be other executives there, C-level, C-suite level managers, VP level managers, and even senior managers. And oftentimes the discussions at meetings can get very fast paced or can get kind of opinionated or they can have a lot of the senior manager asserting their opinions. Right? If you want to be seen, if you want to be heard, if you want to gain the respect, then you must first respect yourself. Don't let your voice be trampled over others who may have a louder voice. Don't let your thoughts be unheard or unspoken simply because you are afraid to get your opinion out there. So complete the thought. Let your voice be heard. Project your voice. It doesn't mean that you're doing it in a rude way. It just simply means that you have the self-respect and you know and you believe that you have something good inside of you, that your expertise inside of you, that is your moral obligation to speak it out. It's your moral obligation to be heard about it because if they're, they don't hear your ideas, then your ideas are not going to have the chance to flourish and change the landscape of your organization. So project your voice and complete your thought. Don't let people interrupt you, right? And it doesn't mean to do it in a rude way. It doesn't mean that you have to be rude or manipulative or attention-seeking, but you are doing it in a way that you believe so much in what you do that you want to make a difference. And this is your opportunity to add the most value that you can And the way to do that is, first of all, by letting your voice be heard. Number two is to compliment others with sincerity. This shows that you are fair, that you are honest, and that you are secure, that you believe in yourself. Because confidence, when you exude confidence, people will see you the way you see yourself. So when you compliment other people, it means that you recognize that there could be another side of the argument, but you're secure within yourself that it's okay that another person could be good at what they do. It does not subtract from you. Right. So one of the most one of the most challenging things about leading without authority is to be able to garner people's respect, because getting people's respect from the get go is going to be a important foundational piece to receive the buy in for your ideas and also for you to be able to have the attention that is necessary for you to take your career to the next level. Right. So when you compliment other people, it shows that you are fair, you're honest. And when you compliment other people, it also shows that you are secure enough in yourself to be able to elevate another person. 
right? That you can be in a team environment and you can respect other people's skill sets because they all add value to the team. And as team members, we all have different skills. We all have different gifts and talents, but it doesn't mean that yours is less important. So when you are complimenting, you're not coming from the place of, oh, I wish I had that. When you're complimenting, you're coming from a place of sincerity, but also recognizing that another, that this is a team work right? This is a department. This is an organization and we all have something to bring. So compliment someone else. And it shows that you are a leader that exemplifies elevating someone else. Because whenever you elevate someone else, all of a sudden now they have respect towards you. Number three is to create an armor of protection with your posture, right? You've all seen it. I mean, I'm not the first person who talked about posture, but I will be the first person to talk about it in quite this way. So I'm, gonna about, I'm about to share with you something that you may not have heard before. And here's what I'll say about posture. All of us, each and every single one of you, you, me, everyone included, has a frame around us, right? I have a frame around me, you have a frame around you, and you can think of a frame as an armor of protection. It's invisible because obviously I don't have a shield around me that you can see, but I have a frame around me. And the frame is really, you can think of it as a, a shield that is not visible. And if my frame is big, that means that the, circumfer the circumference of protection around me is larger, right? So when I am in a room, when I'm in a room of 10 people versus if I'm in a room of a thousand people, then when I'm in a room of 10 people, my frame has to encompass my audience in the room. However, if I'm on a stage and there's a thousand people on the stage, then my frame must be big enough to encompass everybody in that room. So it must be bigger. The frame is an armor of protection about for you, but it's also an armor of protection for the people that you are speaking with because your audience is there wanting protection. Isn't that interesting? They want security, they want certainty. In some degree, that is protection. Protection from what? Well, it depends on the context of why you are speaking, the context of why that team exists. So you're offering a transference of certainty, and that can only exist if you have a frame that's large enough to encompass them, right? So when you show up to meetings, when you show up to garner respect, it is about respecting your frame, your armor of protection, and making it bigger. Right? So you can see as I am speaking with you right now, the way that I am positioning, positioning my posture right now is a big posture. Right? My arms are out. I'm sitting out. I'm sitting tall. Right? And when I gesture, my gestures are wide. They come towards you. They are encompassing you to illustrate my point, of course, but also because I am taking up more space in my posture. Right, so there's a huge difference when I'm talking like this versus if I was talking to you and I was like this, right? Can you see now my posture is smaller, right? It, it's com I'm comfortable, but I'm talking to you like this, right? The confidence, the frame is not possible to encompass you. The frame cannot protect you, right? The frame is a lot smaller. It is shrinking. And so therefore, subconsciously, when people listen to me and I'm I'm, I'm smaller in my, in my, in my posture. It kind of means that I'm not really sure about what I have to say. I'm not really sure that I can convey my thoughts to you and transfer confidence to you, right? It kind of feels that way when I have this sort of posture, right? However, when I'm open, when I am taking up more space, when I am, when I understand for myself that my frame is all encompassing, it transfers certainty and it also emits a certain level of authority. So if you want to garner respect, 
then it is about creating that shield, that shield, that armor of protection and doing so with confidence from within. Number four is to control your time with boundaries. You see, you got to respect your own time. When you respect your time, then people will respect your time as well. And this is where you can, you can demonstrate through words and you can speak to how much you value your time. Because let's face it, time is the most important asset we will ever have because although we can make back more money, wait, we can garner bigger networks and relationships, we cannot gain back the time from the past. Right? So if we spend our time, it is spent, we don't get that same hour back. Right, but if we spend that dollar, if we spend that dollar, we can always get that dollar back, and it doesn't have to be the exact same dollar, it is a dollar, and we can still earn it back. But time does not return to us, right? But the way that we spent our time sticks with us, right? So if you respect your time, then others will respect your time as well. And you want to be able to be clear with your boundaries in terms of how others can be respectful of your time. And it's not seeing it in a way that is cocky and or micromanaging, but it's simply seeing it as a way that is factual, right? And then and you're getting them being on the same page in terms of I respect your time and you respect mine, right? So let me demonstrate. Let me demonstrate. And here's what I will say. If you are serious, if you are a team leader right now, or if you are currently in an organization and you uh, you aspire to be executive, you aspire to be promoted, to get that seat at the boardroom table, and you want to know, how do I implement this skill set? How do I improve my skill set so I can garner more respect, so I could lead without authority and eventually leading with authority? If that's the place you're at right now, then I invite you to apply for coaching and mentoring from me. Below this video in the description, there is a link to submit your application. This is where you will receive executive coaching. It's where you will receive strategies and also customized solutions in, for your situation on how you can achieve those outcomes. Right. So when you apply, it's going to take you to a calendar page to book a call with either myself or a member of my team. And I just ask that you be respectful. If you do choose a time that you show up on the call because I respect my time and I respect yours. And so I do, all we ask is that you be respectful of our time as well. Right? You see what I did there? I simply stated to be respectful and that's all I asked for because I respect your time, but time is also very valuable. So then you can do something similar, right? How can you, how can you, instead of just listening to what I say, you can watch what I do as well. Right, so how can you apply that in your situation to convey the value of time so that you can have your team members on the same page as you and respect your time as well? Number five, command the room with your presence. Command the room with your presence. This is where you show up differently. You show up more massively. And when I say show up more massively, I'm talking about the modulation of your voice, right? When you are about to speak in a meeting, whether or not you are gently interrupting the conversation flow or interjecting with an important idea or a contribution, you want to command the room. Right. Especially if you are getting up in front of a room and you're about to give a presentation, you want to command the room in that situation. Pause, pause. And with that pause, you will see that the audience is going to be giving you their attention. And then that is when you speak. And the first words that you speak command the room. Make sure that people can hear you. 
Make sure the people in the back can hear you. Make sure that you are clear in your pronunciation, that you are certain in your projection and in your delivery. So when you command the room, that is when you are talking to every single person in that room, whether or not there are 20 people in the room, 200 people in the room, or 2,000 people in the room. It is possible to command the room with your voice. And it doesn't depend on having a good microphone or a loud speaker behind you projecting your voice. It is really in the posture and how you show up. So the, the number five is extremely important to command the room with a strong presence. Number six is to call people out with compassion. This is where you are holding them to a higher standard. And this is really important. It would really help you to be able to do this effectively if you can understand or you develop the values in your organization or the values in your team. Right? So when you call someone out to a higher standard, you are calling them out if they are, for example, if they're being disrespectful or if they're being irresponsible or if they have not been respectful of your time. And you're calling them out. Yes, there may be other people who are present when you are calling them out, but you're doing it in such a way that it is professional and you're holding them to a higher standard. The reason why this works in terms of garnering respect is because it does not convey micromanagement. It Rather, it conveys that you are seriously and genuinely interested in the development of their character. And that is the mark of a great leader, if you're interested in their personal and their professional development, because that's what truly sets up your members for success. So call them out, but do it with care and compassion. It's not to do it out as a dictator. It's not to do it out as a leader who knows it all. It is really doing it out of care and compassion. So the way that you call them out will be extremely important. And but doing so will show and demonstrate that you care more about their success then you care about the performance of them. So tip number six, to call them out with care and compassion. This is a bonus. I just thought of it as I was talking about tip number six. So I have a bonus point for you. But before I go there, I will also invite you to like, to subscribe and like this video, especially if I'm talking to you and you are resonating with what I am saying, then I invite you to give me a thumbs up and remember to subscribe to my channel as well. Ring that bell so you receive notification each time I talk about executive coaching topics like this or topics on communication, career development, and also personal skills. Okay, so here's my bonus tip. The bonus tip is to share your style, right? Because oftentimes, you coming into this department, or maybe you worked in this department or this organization for quite some time, but there are things about you, or maybe there have been, you've, you've evolved over the time period of working here. And your team members, because they're new or because you haven't had that conversation before, they, are, they don't quite understand your leadership style. Or maybe they don't quite know the things that are important to you as a leader or as an unofficial leader in this department or on the team. So what you can do is you can create a document and the document really shows, for example, you could share your leadership style or maybe you can share your learning style. So therefore, that is also your training style. Or maybe you can share what the what your values are moving forward, what's important to you and why those things are important to you. So when you share this, this document will create and educate the expectations of your team so that they know what they're going to expect. But at the same time, it will also create a cohesion, a union in terms of how what is the operating standards. 
software? What are the expectations for how people are going to operate and work well together? So when you share yourself, and this is very, this is very outside the box thinking. Not very many people do that, but when implemented well, Sharing your style and sharing this document is a great way to be transparent and you're giving people the gift of transparency because when you are transparent, it gives permission for others to be transparent as well. So I want to hear from you. Comment below. What have you learned and which tip are you going to implement right away so that you can garner respect and take your career and your leadership to the next level?